Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Had a number of messages tonight asking for a podcast on the waiver wire and guys that I would be targeting this week. Not going to be an extensive podcast here. Just going to run my my eyes over guys that I think will be available in some leagues. Obviously, some of you guys are playing in 16-man leagues. Some of you are playing in 14-man leagues like I am. Other guys that I talk to quite often, they're playing in 8-man leagues and I look at their sides and I am incredibly jealous. So obviously, your waiver wire is going to look very different. So a lot of these guys, I'm going to be looking on the deeper side. Uh, a lot of these guys are going to be project sort of players. I'll touch on two at the end that I'm going to have both of them in my side at the moment. I feel pretty strong about them both. Um, but I'll talk about them in a minute. But there are a couple of guys that did pop up on this uh, this week's Team List Tuesday. Obviously, Paseca coming off a big game last week. I've spoken a lot about this guy. I'm not sure if I trust he's going to keep those sort of performances up. As I have always said, he has these games every month or so where he scores 70 or 80 points and you sit there and go, wow, look at the size of him, the ability he's got. But then he puts it in the kit bag for a couple of weeks. And look, eventually Paseca's going to turn the corner. I don't know if it's this week. I wish I still had him on my team. I wish I didn't drop him last week to see if he has turned the corner. Uh, But he's a guy that... I don't know. You could waste a very early waiver pick on this guy and you could get absolute duck eggs and he could be a headache for a few weeks. So if you're in a position where you can get good value out of him and you're later on your waiver wire and you can grab him and you're not relying on him, probably not a bad play. If he does, you know, turn the corner in his career and he's doing good things now, could be a huge turning point in your season. A huge front rower to have there. Simpkins, obviously, out of the West Tigers. He scored a couple of tries in a couple of weeks. Um, playing reserve grade. Uh, good little base stat line there. Minutes is going to be a worry, of course. Moses and Bai on the bench. Uh, he's obviously on debut. I think he'll play 50-odd minutes, maybe. Uh, but this kid has got high-end ability, and... He's the sort of kid that he could have potentially become an 80-minute hooker. You've obviously got Jacob Little still sniffing around there. So Simpkins, uh, depending on how you see this one playing out, if you need a hooker, I think you could do much worse than to grab this kid. And he could have a lot of high-end potential in the back end of the season for playing big minutes. So if you need a hooker, you might even look at this guy as trade bait, I guess. But I think it'll be a while before we see him playing 80 minutes and he does need a few things to go his way. On the flip side, Jacob Little out of that team now. Um, He's only one or two injuries away from being 
being an 80-minute hooker, I think, once again. Uh, he's only bad form from Simpkins or from Mumbai away from getting 80 minutes back again uh, down the track. It just depends how poorly this Tigers team goes over the next few weeks. And this is what I love in, in Supercoach Draft, that you can pick and choose through these teams that are going quite poorly. Um, so he's one, Jacob Little, if you're desperate for a hooker and you've got a spare waiver spot, maybe just plug him there. Just see what happens over the next few weeks. A couple of injuries happen all of a sudden. He's an 80-minute hooker. You're, you're flying there. Another guy, I've spoken about him a lot. I drafted him this year. If he's sitting on your waiver wire, definitely consider him as a long-term player, Sean Bloor. He's meant to come back over the next few weeks. He's a project player that I've got in my side, and I would advise you keep an eye on him because he really could be anything. No one's locked down that right edge spot at the moment. You've had uh, Garner playing there. you now got Offa Hengawi playing there. Neither are beating the house down. They both scored a try on the weekend, but I can already tell Mads doesn't trust either of them. So an opportunity for a guy like Sean Bloor to really stand up there. I've heard that in fitness, he's been training the house down there over the last few weeks. I think he would got it round one if it wasn't for this injury so one to keep an eye on there is Sean Bloor another guy sent out this week if you need a fullback or a centre wing obviously Aitken from the Canberra Raiders I think he will do well in a good side he'll score points he'll be solid I'm sure he will go at the top end of waivers this week it's looking like about a six to eight week job from what I saw for him so pretty good job security for a number of weeks obviously not a long-term option but if you're carrying guys with a couple of injuries or whatnot you could do much worse uh, Big Stefano, he starts this week. Scores recently have been inflated by some attacking stats, but with more minutes, I think you can expect 50 points out of this guy. And realistically, he has has the ability to be able to score big on any given day. He can pull attacking stats out of nowhere. So this is a guy that I would be seriously looking at. Um, I think he's got high-end potential. Uh, it's just a matter of whether he holds those minutes or not, but I think this is definitely a gamble worth taking. Obviously, front row forwards, uh, you know, they're not... You don't go chasing these guys heavily, so it's going to depend uh, what you need in your team. If there's other positions that you need to fill, I would definitely go and fill the, those guys first because this team could quite easily go poorly and his position could change once again. His minutes could go down. Uh, but when he plays 40 minutes... It looks like 40 base stats. Then you got any attacking stats on top of that, which, fingers crossed, we can see a bit more of. Play South Sydney this week, not great. They play the Manly the week after, so a little bit of a better run there. Uh, but, yeah, this guy, he's another one that I think if, you, if you've if you got a spot on your bench or whatever, you can grab him. I think you could do worse. Now, Bryce Cartwright, the Cardi party. He returned on the weekend, was very impressive. Um, just did the, did the tough stuff that we wanted to see. I heard him when he was presented his jersey the other day, uh, talking about how he wouldn't let the boys down. He played 53 minutes for 51 base stats, had a couple of errors, I think two errors in the end, two drop balls. Uh, But those base stats, very impressive. Now, be aware with Bryce, I think he potentially could be a bit of a trap. Uh, obviously, Isaiah Papali'i, he started on the, in the second row. you got Ryan Madison returning this week, hopefully, uh, which means Isaiah Papali'i comes back to the bench. I think he'll be the guy to play 50-odd minutes off the bench. I don't think 50 minutes is a realistic number for Bryce to play each and every week. Uh, but another one, if you've got room for this guy, you could do much worse because it really could be ending. This is only the first game we've seen from him, so a lot more to come. But obviously, Bryce, if he plays the Canberra Raiders this week and they can get through that and he goes all right, they play the Broncos and then the Bulldogs the two weeks after that. that. They could be games that Bryce could really get his confidence up in and maybe get back to somewhat of what we've seen in the past. But I think he's going to be a little bit of a trap, to be honest with you. Uh, Josh Curran is another guy that's popped up in the New Zealand Warriors, an interesting one. Uh, 
Uh, his base stats aren't incredible. Um, I doubt he probably plays 80 minutes either. So this is a guy that I think he will get picked up off most waiver-wise in deep leagues. I don't think he's going to be overly impressive. He's a guy that I'm not going to be going near. Avarillo, this is a guy that I picked up last week off my free agent list. Obviously, had a big score last week, so he's going to stand out. And I really like the Bulldogs' run home at the end of the season. They've got a really, really good draw that I think this kid, if he can just find his form you know, of somewhat what we saw the other night towards the back end of the season. By the time you get to Supercoach Finals, they play the Warriors, the Knights, Manly, and the West Tigers. Uh, Canterbury, they tend to play their best footy at the back end. Uh, They play the Tigers twice in the last five weeks, actually. They play Manly, Warriors, Newcastle, as I said. So this is a he's got a couple of matchups in the finals that I really do like. Jake Avarillo, we saw the sort of potential he's he's able to play out last year. Uh, we didn't, we haven't seen it so far this year until that Melbourne Storm game. I'm going to back this guy in. I think you could do much worse than to grab him. He's obviously uh, center wing fullback as two, which is absolute. Uh, sorry, center wing five eight, which is absolute gold as far as your super coach team's go to be able to have him very versatile. So I like Avarillo there. Another guy, uh, Bunty Afoa, is a guy a lot of people will be talking about. Obviously, with Adam Fanua Blake, there are minutes to be filled there. Bunty, I'm expecting him to start. He's been named on the bench. I'm expecting him to start. And for Tohu Harris to go back to the second row and one of these second rowers to drop to the bench. Interesting to see how it plays out, though. Afoa, I still think he'll play 45 to 50 minutes, which will mean 45 to 50 base points. Another guy that's been named is Cohen Hess. Now, he's been named in the front row. Personally, I'm not buying this. I know a lot of people will see that and probably get a little bit excited. I know everyone talks about the old Cohen Hess we used to see. I just don't see him coming back, to be honest with you. It's good to see... Um, that Todd Payton trusts this guy. He played him for 57 minutes last week. He got 37 points. So from 60 minutes, essentially got 40 points. Uh, just not up to scratch for me. And in the front row, he'll probably play less minutes realistically. Um, I'm not buying it. I wouldn't be going near Cohen House personally. It's a miss for me. Uh, the other cowboy I've heard a lot of people talk about is Tua Luggy. Uh, now he's had, uh, and I think people are more so talking about him in classic, but when guys are doing well in classic and they're going to make money, uh, they're quite often is a bit of talk that floats over to draft teams. And this is a guy that I would be very, very careful of. Uh, His stats, uh, they're they're not great. They're far from great in this side. Uh, He scored a couple of tries last week, which definitely helped his cause. Uh, But I just don't think it's going to be worthwhile. I also don't think his job security is overly fantastic. I think he's a guy that uh, will let you down sooner rather than later. Uh, Over the last three weeks. First week, 24 base stats from 80 minutes. Not bad. 10 base stats from 40 minutes the week after, and then 16 on the weekend. So if he's not scoring tries, uh, it's not really a get-on for me, and the reality is, in this Cowboys side, I don't think he's going to score many. His evading stats have been sensational, no doubt about it. Um, He's averaged about 18, probably 20 odd points a game there. So solid evading stats, but I just don't think you want to rely on a bloke in this Cowboys side to be getting those sort of stats. The base stats you want to look at, and he's a guy that I'll be missing. Two project players I'm going to touch on, and these are guys I've both got in my team. I'm a little bit biased, but obviously these are two guys that I've targeted. The first one is Sifatalakai. Now, he returns this week. If he's sitting on your way wire, I think he's a must-have. I think eventually he will get a back row or a lock roll in this team. He simply 
too talented not to be a permanent fixture in this side. Um, d- disappointing tonight, the sacking of uh, well, John Morris leaving the Cronulla Sharks. Very disappointing. I know he's been a big Siffer fan. That worries me a little bit. But I still just think this guy is just far too good to not be in this starting team eventually. So Siffer, he's definitely one to go after. He's obviously available at center wing. He'll be playing in the Cronulla Sharks forward pack. He's got a huge upside. Ceiling is unreal. His base stats are phenomenal and you can play him at center wing. He's a guy that I drafted pretty early this year. I've been waiting for him to come back. Really excited to see Siffer. And even more exciting, they didn't even bring him into reserve grade. They brought him straight on the bench. So I think that is saying something about him. Uh, So fingers crossed we get to see Siffer this weekend. And I'm really looking forward to watching him run around. The other man... This one's a bit of a punt. Uh, I know a lot of people aren't a huge fan of him, but he has got huge potential. All he needs is minutes, and it's Kane Evans out of the New Zealand Warriors. This is a guy who loves an offload. He's got a bit of a weird body shape, so he tends to get get, get his eight meters. Uh, he's sort of he's very good at just bumping off tackles, guys falling off him. He gets a lot of stats from that sort of stuff, Kane Evans, and he. You, you watch him, and he looks incredibly lazy, but he's always doing work. He's just, I don't know, he's, he's a bit of a weird footballer, but super coach wise he's very, very good. I'm a big fan of Kane Evans when it comes to Supercoach, and I think he just needs the minutes to do well. Um, we saw him play 32 minutes last week. I saw him play for Newcastle the week before four in, re- in reserve grade. The Warriors sent him there to have a little hit out in New South Wales Cup. He played about 55 minutes there. I think I spoke about him last week briefly. This is a guy to keep an eye on, and once again, he wasn't overly impressive last week when he played for the Warriors. Uh, scored 32 points. It looked like about a 20-point performance. He always goes a little bit overs there. Played 32 minutes in his first hit out I think he could get more minutes here over the next few weeks and this is another project guy that I'm holding if there's just one or two more injuries in this Warriors forward pack all of a sudden he could become very prominent and if he can score 45 to 55 minutes he could be absolutely anything Kane Evans so I'm expecting Bunty a to take most of the minutes this week but as I said with Adam Fanua Blake missing one or two injuries away he could be anything and these are the project players you've got to start to look at these are guys that I've held over the years, just hoping that there's an injury here and there. And quite often it doesn't come through, but when it does, you're flying. Uh, a couple of examples where I've just missed over the years. I had Raymond Fitalamarano. I held him for three or four weeks last year, dropped him, thought, oh, I'm done with this project. The next week, the, whoever the second rower that was in front of him, whichever peanut that was, they got injured. Adam, uh, then RFM, all of a sudden he was a 60-point back rower. Um, another project player I had a couple of years ago was Dylan Edwards. All of a sudden they moved... Uh, Matty Moreland to six. Dylan Edwards came in. All of a sudden, I had Moiser at six, averaging 60. I had Dylan Edwards at fullback, averaging 55. We all know what he's doing now. So these project players, they matter. And you might you, you might waver a guy like Kane Evans, pick him up, and your mates will text you and go, what on earth, what are you doing there? But just know that you are... It is just a project. You're just waiting to see what happens. Something happens to come up from it, fantastic. If it doesn't, so be it. It's just an extra spot that you've been taking a little gamble on. I'll probably hold Kane Evans for a month or so, maybe even less. I'll just see how it plays out. Depends what else I see on the waiver. Obviously, if there are guys that I've mentioned before here who are better options than him, um, I will go for them first, and I will put Kane Evans up. But if it's a spare spot that there's no one better to replace him with, I think you could do much worse than to hold a guy like Kane Evans and just see what happens over the next few weeks. Don't be afraid to be patient and take risks in your draft comp. This is where you win competitions, when you take risks and they pay off with little little risk coming off the back of them. If this Kane Evans thing doesn't work for a month, what am I really losing out on? Not much, yeah? And if there is something better on the waiver, I grab them. 
But until then, I'm happy to sort of toil with these project players and just see what happens. Did the same thing with Tommy Dearden. I've been holding him for a couple of weeks, just waiting for him to get his spot. He now does. He scored 40 points on the weekend without really doing too much. So just just be aware that it's okay to take risks. Don't worry about what your mates are going to say when they giggle and laugh. Just be patient. Play the long game with these guys. Injuries will happen. Shit will happen. Guys that you don't expect to get opportunities will get them, and you've already got them sitting on your bench. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.